At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin our number two of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw. And what a pleasure to be joined by former major leaguer and our VSIN baseball expert here, Josh Towers. I just love your Twitter handle, which is no don't, Josh. We've talked about it before, but for those that don't know, they should follow you first and foremost. But two, that's like. Don't send it, but I'm going to hit send anyway. So I have a, a, a lady who works at our agency with my agent, and uh, she was helping me try to do some stuff when, when Amal got me in this um, to maybe do some stuff on other networks. She goes, you need a Twitter handle. And I didn't want to get it. All these guys talked me into getting it. And so I made that, and she goes, well, I don't understand what this is. Like, you need something <laughs> with your name, Josh. And I was like, I explained it to her, and she goes, all right, that's pretty good. It's, pretty good. <laughs> it's really good. It sums it up very well. Uh, I want to start today, gentlemen, and it's something Amal and I talked a little bit about before we, we began the show today. Yeah, I'm watching Toronto and, mm-hmm. and uh, Tampa Bay, and it's a, a big series, obviously, for both teams. And yesterday, Huge. Bichette hits the big two-run homer uh, to, to go ahead and turn that 2-1 deficit into a win. But really, what caught my eye, Josh, for you as a former pitcher, is the, well, the beanball situation. And Bichette gets hit earlier in the game, right? And then Toronto retaliates. And then you see oh. the dugouts. I mean, they are going at it. And he's like, oh, you, you're throwing at my head. Don't have a shit. And then they're, they're going at it, right? Is this going to now manifest itself? Everybody says, oh, we don't do that anymore in baseball until they do that in Major League Baseball. Is it done retaliation? And is there, quote, unquote, a proper way to do it? No. I mean, I would like to say yes, but the answer is no. I actually didn't see this one, and this time of year, I'm not really throwing at you on purpose to where I'm going to jeopardize a game. Neither one of these teams can afford a loss in any situation. Um, the, the where it gets out of control is the retaliation part, D, because 
we're so dumb that like we listen to our hitters. No hitter even wants to be pitched in. So then they get mad right away when it's sometimes it's clearly an accident. And so like we retaliate for the wrong reasons, and then it does cause some some lingering problems. But usually, for the most part, like. I would say 97% of the time, 98% of the time, when I'm not hitting you on purpose. Okay. And you don't know if I am, trust me. Like, it's pretty obvious. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. So, and I get nervous, and the ball usually goes a little bit higher, runs behind your back. Like, it's never going to, there's not going to be any side spin, I promise you. It's going to be a four-seamer. That's like yeah. when Sean Estes missed Mike Piazza back in the day after the Roger Clemens thing in the World Series. He missed mm -hmm. him in his opportunity. That happens a lot. Right, yeah, yeah. But, but here's the mistake he made in the Clemens thing. What I would have done was intentionally walk the number eight hitter, and then when he lays down the bunt, I would have beamed him up the first baseline. Mm. Yeah, and, and so I've done that. <laughs> so like I would get no seriously like I'd get. I remember having first baseman yell at me, and I'll try to keep it PG. But Josh, you basically need to knock this off. And I would get so mad that like a guy would get on base for whatever reason, and then when I would pick off the first, I would just drill him in his ribs as he dove back to first. <laughs> and then my first baseman would like eventually they would just stand there because they're like I'm not chasing the ball down the line if you miss. <laughs> and I remember telling him one time I was like I'm not gonna miss. Don't worry. Uh, the problem is, is that if it goes down the line, it's a triple. Right. right, right, And so everybody's more mad. I don't think you were going to miss. Josh's biggest issue is I remember we had Richard Justice, the Houston Chronicle. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, talking yeah. to Jimmy Williams, and he goes, Josh's biggest problem in the big leagues was he too, too, uh, threw too many strikes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wish I missed the barrel a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> we also talked a little bit about the AL East here as we're talking about the Rays and yeah. Jays. And by the way, that game right now is still 4 nothing uh, Tampa Bay we'll in the lead it. in the seventh. The Yankees aren't going to reverse Bucky Dent this thing and blow this huge double-digit lead that they've had. It feels like all season, right, since May. And now they're just struggling down the stretch. What do you make of the Bombers as if they hold on and win the division and yet go into the postseason, they feel like a wounded duck? Uh... So one of two things, it's, it's, it's a very tough, 21 games left and you have a five and a half game lead. It's very, very difficult to blow that. It's very realistic as well, especially uh, if you do have matchups, let's say versus Toronto. Um, with that said, if Toronto does happen to take over and win the division, I'd just get to say, I told you. So that'd be cool for me, right? <laughs> um, can you imagine blowing that oh my lead God. and what they had? It would be, I don't know, the Yankees are in trouble. Listen, this last 21 days, they have to really clean some stuff up and, and uh, again, shut the media off, shut everything off, and just get you guys in a room and what it is that, that we need to do to just be happy playing baseball. They're still a very good team, but it's not the team that carried them through the first half of the season like the Mets. It's not the team that pitching staff, that starting staff. You've abused the bullpen like you always do, mm. and your offense has not been a full team on the field, kind of like with the White Sox all year, right? So, like – these guys got to all play together the next few weeks. You, it's, football is a great example. Like the wild card always comes in a little bit hotter. The team who clinched a few weeks ago and had that bye, they usually are a little rusty and not as good, right? It's the same thing with us in baseball. I want to be the team that's, that's coming in hot and has a lot of momentum. I don't want to be the team that clinched a long time ago. And if I am, like L.A. with the Dodgers, if I do clinch today and I got 21 games left, I can give my guys the next – 10, 15 games off, but those last seven, you're playing every game, every inning. You have to, you, we have to be in game mode. How much pressure does it put on a team are struggling offensively? Michael Cape made a great point during the broad, broadcast. He said the Yanks in the beginning of the year down three runs. No problem. We'll make it up. Mm -hmm. Now the pitchers feel like, hey, we mm -hmm. give up more than one run. We're in trouble because this team is not scoring offensively, and it's really been a struggle. You go back to the end of July. I mean, this team has just really not been able to put things together consistently. Yeah, and again, Maul, you and I had this conversation all year with Mike as well, Pom. Um, they're really not that good of a hitting team. They have big, big names, and that's what draws us in and makes us think that the offense is much better than it is, but they really don't. And then their depth that was very important to this team, their depth has diminished. 
right? So now I got call-ups from AAA. That's my depth. It's not the same feel. Um, I don't know, man. There's this. There's a lot that comes into this, and I think that that listening to the media and listening to us and other things that you hear, pulling up stuff on your phone when you're scrolling, like it just has to be about them. Yeah. And I haven't seen it be about the New York Yankees and us against the world, and we're doing this collectively together for fun, so we don't really care what money else thinks. They are listening to every peep, every sound, every clip, and that's where I think their biggest distraction is because reality – is, is they have the pieces at each individual spot with the depth, all four areas to where they can still be very, very successful. Um, but I don't know if they fully trust themselves. They're the second betting favorite now to come out of the American League. Houston, obviously, is the betting favorite Dave, at this stage. We do, by the way, Maul, Dave, we do have um, – it, it's, it's so common. I, I, thinking about it now, you put me in the zone – it's like I haven't got any run support or offensive hitting, and you really go like, I'm gonna, I need to put up a zero if we want to win this game, and you start to put that pressure. And, and again, if you haven't been down that road putting that pressure on yourself, it, it obviously makes it worse. I, I always say this with the, with the, the Patriots, like the, the sign when you walk in their clubhouse, do your job. Right. It's the best thing that we can ever do. Right now, plus 215, if the Bombers can get it done mm -hmm. to win the AL pennant. Let's flip the script over to the National League, stay in New okay. York for a second. Metropolitan's holding on to that game-and-a-half lead over the Braves. Both teams losing yesterday uh, as there's no change there. You know, we talk about the Yankees, probably not enough time to blow that lead. Certainly for the it's Metropolitans, they've got a big series coming up on the horizon with the Braves. What do you make of these two teams coming down the stretch? And by the way, the Phillies are going to get in as wild cards, the three coming out of the East. I'm excited for the Phillies. I'm excited. I don't know if they can clinch it, but again, you just give me an opportunity in a three or four game set in the series, right? And, and I have an opportunity. So I, I'm actually excited about them. I love how – where they usually falter, they didn't, even with the bullpen not doing their job with all the injuries. I love that. I wish Bryce never got hurt because he would have been, you know, he would have won his third back MVP. Back-to-back no MVP, question. yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, Houston's, to me, the, most, the best team in baseball. And to be honest with you, with as many good teams as we have, I think Atlanta's next. Like, mm. I really think this team is that good. But with all that said... The Mets have veteran presence, whether they're legit or whatever, through the whole lineup, one through nine. I get to put – I wish McNeil was leading off, but I get to put him seven, eight if I want. It's a good spot for me. Um, and the Mets have the two best wild cards when it comes to a three-game or a four-game winning set in all of baseball. I don't care how good Amal, any of these other staffs are. Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer and both healthy, one, two. Like, I'm, I'm sleeping pretty comfortable. Well, that's why I think they're the biggest threat in the National League. I know the Braves are on their heels right now, sitting a game and a half back. But when you look at this team from a pitching standpoint, you're giving me Jacob and you're giving me Scherzer. And Diaz has been lights out. Mm -hmm. It took him a couple of years, but yeah. it changed everything. That was the Robbie everything. Cano deal when it they got the him on his What's been the change, gentlemen? What's the change for, is it the trumpets? Pressure. Right? There's comfortability. Like, we have pressure. I get brought over in this deal. I have a job to do. I can't blow it. Um, he'd only close, let's be honest. Like, we had like, one really good year, right? Yeah. And so that's a very tough situation to be in and learn as well. Um, and then, again, in New York, is different media and it's a different fan base than anywhere else in the world. You get yelled at going, walking to the bus, getting a hot dog in the corner. You get – they don't ask you for your autograph or a photo. They wear you out. And there's a lot. And so it takes time to, like, get into that – I get comfortable, and you know what? They're right. It's the best thing you can ever say as a player in New York when you're getting yelled at is not cry like a baby and just be like, you know what? They're right. I have to do better. And it took him a couple of years to, to reverse course on what he's doing, and now I, he knows that his, 
Now when I'm throwing my fastball down the middle, and yes, it's 100, I get it. But when I'm throwing my fastball down the middle, it's not with reservation, and it could get turned around easily. Now it's like, I'm going to throw it down the middle because I'm still better than you watch this. And then he goes and does it. So the Mets are in a, in a very good place when it comes to getting into postseason. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch those guys, man. I just, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And again, Jacob DeGrom is the greatest thing for baseball. Plus 250 for the Mets uh, to get out of the National League. Of course, the Dodgers, the betting favorite. You get plus money, though, gents, on the, on the Dodgers tomorrow. Is that something you'd... Plus a dollar seventy has got to be a little bit eye opening. Where are you going? Well, I got the Dodgers a five to one to win the World Series. Where but are you going with your pitching staff if you're if you're Dave Roberts? Mm. I'm going number one. I'm going Julio Urias. Okay, who might win Cy Young? You think Sandy's going to end up giving it away here at the it's, end? It's, he struggled. Like he's twelve and seven with a two four three, and he was like a one eight one nine. And again, we talk about all the time, right? You have to it's you have to finish the season and don't forget about the last two months. And really, the last month of the season defines a lot of stats. Um, I, it, it, I I was one hundred percent on it all the time. You hear me every week, and now I'm like mm, I'm starting to question. Well, I'll tell you who's been the best pitcher in baseball in the last couple of months has been Zach Gallon. Absolutely. He's been unbelievable. Seven and one. Give but it to him. I would say Urias, uh, Tony Gonsolin. Um, I would go with those two guys. And then. Is Tyler going to play at 15 and three? He's 15 and three. <laughs> it was dominant last night. He's a winner. He's winning now. Yeah, the team wins with him. Look, this team's dangerous because you have a former league MVP who bats ninth in the lineup. <laughs> How many teams have a former league MVP who bats ninth who can hit 40 I, I, bombs? I, if I remember correctly, I faced the Yankees with Robinson Cano and um, uh, who's the big first baseman from Oakland? Why am I blanking on? Oh, uh, Giambi. Giambi. Oh, Giambi, yeah. Batting eighth and ninth. Great hair. Kelly, eighth and ninth. That's what you're facing. Thank you. I'm good. Josh, is blessed to have you in studio, man. I love it. Love talking baseball with you again. Follow him on Twitter. No, don't, Josh. But he does. That's why we, we follow yeah, him. He does. Come on back. It's Big Bets here in Easton, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Horse racing fans, First Bet wants to invite you to enter the free bet sweepstakes to win a trip to Santa Anita Park on October 6th through the 9th. The grand prize package includes airfare, hotels, tickets to the races, plus a $1,000 betting voucher from 1ST Bet. Head over to vcin.com slash horses to register now. Back alongside Amal Shaw, I'm Dave Ross. What a pleasure it is to have Josh uh, Towers in for the last segment talking Major League Baseball. Next time, if we can hold him for two, we'll sneak in some UFC talk because I know you love to talk UFC more than anybody here in the network. So we could have Josh in, talk baseball, and then get the insights on the fights. Are you down for that? I'm down. <laughs> Dave, Dave, maybe we can have Josh talk UFC and, and Amal will just answer with boxing. That, that, that'll right. make a lot of sense. I was, I was actually just going to take a lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fun having Josh on. I'm talking Major League Baseball. Can't wait to have him back on again. Let's do a little holder fire, okay. as we like to do here on Big Bets. Again, the, the exercise is very simple. We're trying to identify some of these numbers that we see uh, now here on a Tuesday to really figure out where we think the line movement is going to go. So, again, this isn't to say this is necessarily the way we would wager it, but it's to find the best of the number that we might be able to identify here on a Tuesday. Let's start off with the commanders. Now, the undefeated Washington commanders, as they go to take on those Lions in Detroit, and you mentioned earlier in the program how porous that defense is. Now, the Lions are in the favorites role. Remember, they were getting four. They covered the biting kneecaps, they did cover, even in defeat in week one against the Eagles. Now they're going to ask you to lay two and a half. If you're backing the Lions, Amal, would you hold or fire on that two and a half? Uh, I would pass on this game, mm-hmm. but if you like the Lions, I would fire because you got a number under three here. If you like the Commanders, I would wait. You know, the big thing for me is not necessarily whether I like a game or not, but based on what the number is in terms of how you see it, I think Washington played efficiently at times in that game. Mm-hmm. I thought Detroit's defense was extremely poor, but I think Detroit should be able to move the ball against this Washington defense. And again, that's the exercise. It's that if you like Detroit, Amal's telling you now you should fire on that number because more than likely, if it goes down to two, it doesn't hurt you. Yeah. But if it goes up to three, then all of a sudden we're in push territory where two and a half right now would cover. So that's the exercise there. Last week I told, said on this program my favorite play of that Eagles-Detroit uh, game was the over, and that was never in doubt. Now at 48 and a half, look, I know it's Carson Wentz, but he did have four tutties, I believe, and threw for over three bills in that win week one. Would you say, because the defense is so porous, that I might lean over? It's a, one of the higher totals on a Sunday at 48 and a half right now. Uh, you know, to me, this is an interesting one. I, I'm not going to get involved in this total because Detroit's got to bounce back and play better defensively. And I, I know Jalen Hurts really hurt them with their legs, and I think this would be the big difference for Detroit's defense. 
they're not going to get beat by Jalen Hurts or Carson Wentz running the ball here. He's just not going to be uh, as effective moving the ball with his legs. But uh, also, if they can just get a couple stops, I think the offense will be just fine. The Washington defense loved, left a lot to be desired against the Jags. It was a very winnable game for the Jags in week one, but it did not turn out that way. So, again, the commanders getting two and a half on the row ad. Let's talk about two teams uh, in opposite directions from week one here for Holder Fire. And that'd be the Patriots. My goodness. What do you make after what we saw in week one down there with the fight and fish? Not a lot of fight from the boys from New England. Now they can go to the Steel City and take on the undefeated Steelers yeah. and Mike Tomlin's crew after that wild overtime win in the Natty in week one. If you're the Patriots and you're a supporter of the Pats, you got to weigh a point and a half on the road. Hold or fire at that one and a half number. You know, uh, if you're taking the Pats, I would I would probably hold. I think the number is going to come down. I think it'll go in favor of the Steelers. Mm-hmm. It is hard to see how you can lay points on the road right now with the New England Patriots. I mean, look, the one thing Dave I thought was deceptive about the loss was the defense. They gave up a fourth and seven to Jalen Waddle, which he took to the house before halftime. They gave up a sack fumble on Mac Jones, and uh, from an offensive standpoint, I thought the defense played well enough to win the game. I thought it was the offense that was the issue. On the flip side, the Steelers' defense was outstanding, forcing four uh, Joe Burrow interceptions, I believe. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, Minka with a pick six to block on uh, special teams. Tremendous job. But the Steelers' offense wasn't great. Remember, they started the one drive inside the 10. Couldn't cash in, only wound up with a field goal in that one. So uh, this is a game where you see a total of 41. Not really surprised there. And again, I think you you nailed it there. Maybe the, the thing people are not talking about enough is Mitchell Trubisky, you got the win. But not really offensively efficient. Najee Harris got banged up in that. Watt got banged up in that game as well. It feels like a dangerous spot here if you're going to back the Steelers. But I, I'm with you. I think that number does get closer and closer to even. So if you're going to back the Pats, you might want to hold on that. If you're backing the Steelers, that's probably uh, I would. Uh, excuse me. If you're backing the Steelers, I'd wait. That number's going to come down closer to even. If you like Pittsburgh in that one, if you're the Patriots, it's just a really ugly game to, to try to figure out here on a Tuesday. This number Dave, in Baltimore. A little, just to jump in quick, a little yeah. news on Najee Harris today. He was actually on Mad Dog Sports Radio earlier. Said he plans on playing Sunday, okay. so don't be worried about that injury. Says he plans on practicing this week as well. Okay. So, could be big heading into that game. It could. And again, the torn pec for Watt. We'll find out. He's getting second and third options out there. So, I don't know if he's going to be able to go or not. I would be surprised if he was. The number in Baltimore really surprises me here. And what it is, the fight and fish coming in now, the Dolphins, after that very impressive win against those said Patriots in week one. If you're back in the fish, you're getting three and a half. Would you hold or fire if you're a Miami backer on a Tuesday? I would hold. And if I were taking the Ravens, I would fire. I think this line's going to hit four by kickoff. Uh, they weren't great in the first half. Look, I think Miami's getting a lot more credit than they deserve for this victory against New England. I think the Patriots are seven and ten type of team, eight and nine type of team. I think the Dolphins were kind of in that same realm. This was a good win against an, uh, just a poor opponent, and you can make the same argument for Baltimore, but I think the Ravens have a lot more talent. The Dolphins' defense I do like overall, but Lamar is just an absolutely different guy. Mm-hmm. When you look at trying to slow him down, Dave, it's not like Mac Jones, who throws, throws the ball with tremendous accuracy, but he's not going to threaten to beat you outside the pocket. When you're playing Lamar and the pocket breaks down, now all of a sudden you're like, hold on, do I go chase after him, then he just floats one over my head? Do I you know, cover my guy and then he takes off for 12 yards? I mean, so it's going to be a different challenge here. I'm with you. If you're back in the Ravens, fire on that number today because what we're trying to guide you through here is the propensity is this number is probably going to go up versus coming down to three. So probably that would be the way to look at it there. 
If you're going to back the Dolphins, wait. You might get a better number on the fish as we get closer to Sunday. Not saying that Lamar watches the show because clearly he doesn't. But we <laughs> mentioned that in the pocket, you saw it. He took those deep shots, and they worked out. I know it's the Jets in week one, but Lamar can beat you with that flick of the wrist as well. It's not just the legs, uh, as we saw in New York on Sunday. Uh, let's go on down the board here. Cardinals and Raiders. We talked a little bit about this one off the top of the show here. Raiders back here in Sin City. I was really disappointed in the coaching staff and just the lack of sense of urgency that we saw in week one in L.A. against the Chargers. Now they're going to lay five and a half. The Cardinals looked awful. I mean, absolutely awful in that week one dismantling at the hands of the Chiefs. If you're back in the silver and black, hold or fire on a Tuesday? Um, the number's gotten a little bit away from where it was originally. I would still fire. I, I have some concerns about this Arizona team moving forward. I, Dave, I know it's one week, and this could be a bit of an overreaction in terms of what the Cardinals are. Maybe they get a lot better, but they just look lifeless. They put up 14 points as the game was out of whack. I mean, that came, I think, late third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Team was not competitive at all, all. And to make the argument, well, Kansas City's got one of the top two or three offenses in the NFL. It's not about that. They just weren't competing, and no. you should be able to move the ball against the Kansas City defense. They couldn't do it. Uh, I think the Raiders need this one in a bounce-back spot here. I think they take care of business at home. Crowd will be fired up. I like the Raiders here to win by more than seven. And there it is, the the exercise there. We think the number will go up. So if you want to back the silver and black five and a half, even though it's already gone up, that's probably the best number you're going to get now as we go ahead and get ready for Sunday. Uh, and I'm right there with you. What what part of Arizona's offseason did anybody like? The turmoil with King Kyler there out in the desert. They lose Chandler Jones, revenge game for him against his former mates on Sunday. Everything is leaning towards the Raiders, at least at that number right now. Okay, undefeated Bears coming to Lambeau. Uh, but you know who owns you? That's Aaron Rodgers. He lets you know, right? He does the discount double check on him every time he beats him. Are you going to lay 10.5 with the Packers, though, after what you saw in week one? If you're backing the pack, hold or fire, laying 10.5 against the Bears. Um, I think this is this number's correct. I wouldn't do either. I would hold on both sides. I don't have a preference one way or the other, and I don't think the number's good enough to take from one side or the other. Um, to me, I thought the Bears I, – I, I can't remember the last time I've seen a player whose confidence grew within a game that was extremely evident. You saw it with Justin Fields in that game. As soon as he hit that pass to Pettis – all of a sudden, it was like the light went on for him. And then all of a sudden, he's just started throwing the ball over the yard. They go out and they score. Yeah, absolutely. Felt more comfortable. They were extremely effective and successful. And that's the interesting part about it. Aaron Rodgers, he talked about it openly after the game. We, we saw uh, you know, the, the rookie receiver, uh, Watkins, in the, the first play of the game, offensive play of the game, drops the sure touchdown, right? And Rodgers is like, hey, that's going to happen, but we're going to have to account for that. So I wonder if they go a little bit more conservative uh, in this game to try to get a win and get out of Dodge instead of opening up the playbook. Because clearly right now, it looks like those two rookie receivers, Aaron's having some consternation about getting the ball to those guys on the outside. They're going to have to do it ev- eventually. But I wonder now, after a disappointing week one, if they rein it in a little bit in week number two. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Remember, Watson, he's got an opportunity now to bounce back. He didn't get the ball thrown to him until late in the fourth quarter, about three, four minutes to go again. He was in that doghouse after yep. dropping that first pass. All right, come on back. We'll talk some more NFL and certainly some college as well as we get ready for the Saturday slate. Come on back. It is Big Bets here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. Beeson's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. 
Start your football season off on the right foot by subscribing to VEASAN Pro. Get full access to everything we do, including our daily picks at a glance recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, 24-7 video, season prep, including our weekly college and pro football matchup guides covering every single game all season long. Pro tools like our exclusive betting splits and pro tips updated every hour with actionable insights to help up your betting game. Sign up for our discounted football special. Give these some pro access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with the annual subscription and bet smarter all season long. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all of your options to become part of the sports betting network. Continuing on big bets here, Dave Ross alongside Amal Shaw at South Point Casino and Hotel in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. We are doing a little holder fire on the NFL season uh, week number two slate. Let's continue that exercise. There's an old Ice Cube song, and I won't choke like the Buffalo Bills. Now the Titans going to go to Buffalo this week. Now last week, year's game with these two, big point of consternation for yours truly because I had Bills money line. They couldn't get a yard. Remember they tried to sneak it. Couldn't get it, and then the King beat them in overtime. Texans get the win. Now, flip the script. Bills look great in week number one. Titans, not so good, as they lose outright at home by one to the Giants. Now you're going to lay 10. Remember that battle last year? It was physical. And the Titans end up out-physicaling. That's not a word. The Bills. If you're backing the Titans, mm, good luck. Would you hold or fire on getting the 10? Well, I... I would fire on Tennessee at 10. Mm. Um, they need they need to play better, which I believe they will. Uh, revenge spot here for Buffalo. I think the Bills win the game. I don't know if they cover 10. That's a big number in the NFL. You know, on the surface, the way Buffalo played, it looks like they're going to beat everybody by double digits. But once you get into the season, you just don't see that happening. Uh, Tennessee will kind of correct some of the mistakes that they had. But Buffalo looked like they were in playoff form in week number one, which is what was really impressive with this team. But I think it's a big number here, even though it's a huge revenge spot for Buffalo. It is very quickly. We talk a lot about it, certainly for people in teaser legs. If you ha- and I'm not saying you would, but if you had to tease one of these spots, would you tease up Tennessee to take the 16 or tease down the Bills only through one key number to four? Oh, for me, it'd be all day up uh, simply because I would rather get 16 as opposed to having to come down to four. Uh, here's my argument as to why. Mm-hmm. I think there's a greater probability – that Tennessee could win the game or cover that four much easier than Buffalo wins by 17. There you go. And that's the exercise there before you just blindly go into those teasers. Think about which side actually makes more sense. Maybe taking the Titans plus the 16 would make more uh, than, than laying the four in the Bills. Hold or fire, and this is going to be an interesting one on Monday night. We're going to the city of Brotherly Shove. The Eagles are going to lay a couple against the Vikings, who might have been, not to you and I, because I know both of us were on the Vikings last week against Green Bay. But maybe to America at large going, whoa, maybe new head coach, KC8, Justin Jefferson, defense looked really good against the Packers. That's an interesting number of two. If you're backing the Vikes, hold or fire on the two. Um, For me, if you like the Vikings, I would hold. If you like the Eagles, I would fire. Again, we're under that key number of three. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, I, I'm not as concerned in this game on the points because I think both offenses should be able to flourish. But this, I think this is going to be probably the best game to watch, and it's a Monday night game. Looking forward to this one. And that, that is the exercise, people, in a nutshell. If you like the Eagles, you would fire now at two because if it goes two and a half, one and a half, that's not going to hurt you as much. It's the three. That's the key number. 
that we're trying to get to. So again, if you're the Vikings backer and it's at two, you would want to hold and see if you can get three before we get to the kickoff on Monday night, correct? Yeah, absolutely. All right, that's the exercise there in our edition of Hold or Fire. Let's switch it over to college football now here and talk a little bit about the Pac-12. Remember, once Utah lost to Ford, everybody said, well, bye-bye, Pac-12, Pac-3, whatever you're going to be in the coming years because you're not going to get to the college football playoff. Now, all of a sudden, USC, they have now taken over as the favorite here, plus $1.60 to win this conference. Utah's still there at plus 220. And then the Ducks after that, well, I don't even know what you'd call that week one performance against Georgia. Uh, they're plus 450. Very quickly, at the odds adjustments now, to win the national championship, by the way, SC is now 12 to 1. What do you make of those numbers and any of them stand out to you? Well, look, the offenses look great. There's no denying that. But are we getting excited because you beat up on Rice and you beat up on Stanford? <laughs> Two teams with a combined season win total less than 10. Ooh. I think Stanford season win total was four and a half. Uh, Rice is probably two and a half, three and a half range somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just not understanding this affinity for USC all of a sudden. But that's part of what happens when you play in a big media market. You, yeah. get, you get love that probably is undeserved. And I think USC comes back down to earth October 15th. And that would be the Utah game, correct? And that's where you really think that the defense of Utah, physicality, might come into play in that one? Absolutely. All right, so we'll see how that plays out. Very quickly, the rest of the Pac-12. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to take them to win the conference here. But the fighting Chip Kellys there are at 10-1. to 1. They're the fourth mm-hmm. betting favorite. Washington, we mentioned them in the first hour with their home field advantage that they have. Certainly, in your eyes, a top-five venue in, in all of college football, 12-1. to 1. Oregon State there, pesky, a nice week one win against Boise State at 16-1. to 1. And then it feels like the afterrans where you get to Washington State 51. Although, a great win for Wazoo at uh, Scani last weekend. They're 50-1 to 1 to win the whole conference. Yeah, Oregon State with an even better win this past weekend against Fresno. You mentioned the Wazoo win up at Camp Randall. Really a great win for them. But for me, the team that stands out is uh, UCLA 10-1. Mm-hmm. Uh, DTR still very difficult to slow down. I remember last year, they put up 62 against SC. Uh, I, Alex Grinch's defense hasn't shown me anything that would lead me to believe that USC is better defensively. If you go through that Stanford game, they were moving the ball. It wasn't the inability of Stanford to move the ball. It was the inability of the defense to get stops. They had a turnover and a turnover on downs inside the 10-yard line. Uh, Utah's a team that I would still look at. I think they're extremely dangerous. They host SC. And before that, though, uh, UCLA plays USC on October 8th at the Rose Bowl. So I, I think those are two teams that I would look at. Remember, this year, it's not by division. It's going to be the top two teams that get into the uh, Pac-12 championship game, which is going to be here Friday, December 2nd in Las Vegas. I, I would go with USC, excuse me, Utah or UCLA. I don't believe in Bo Nix. I think Oregon's got talent. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they're necessarily there. The quarterback plays where I have a concern. Okay, overall, with some of those wins we just mentioned here, mm-hmm. right, is this conference a little bit deeper than people initially thought? Because I think you throw out the baby with the bathwater, Utah loses to Florida. That's a middle-of-the-pack SEC school. This conference can't be very good top to bottom. But the one that, again, does stand out is the Washington State win at Wisconsin. Yeah. I don't know what Scotty's going to be in the Big Ten this year, but maybe the conference overall, and you mentioned even Oregon State with a better win, at Fresno State, maybe they are a little bit better top to bottom. There's some more thickness in the middle of that conference. I would agree with you. Arizona's a team that's been better. Arizona State competed for about two and a half quarters in Stillwater. Cal just eked out a win. I think Cal's looking at a potential bottom feeder situation in mm. this in this season in the Pac-12. But you're absolutely right. I think the uh, Pac-12, in terms of when you look around the middle of the pack, is better than they got credit for coming into the season. 
We'll see if they can consi- consistently put some games together from teams like Arizona, uh, Washington State, among others. Uh, let's go to the SEC and flip that script in that conversation mm-hmm. because, boy, what a difference a week makes, say, for the Florida Gators. You lose to the Swamp to, at home to Kentucky, and all of a sudden your number to win the conference just went to 100-1. to That's because it's the SEC. And if you no disrespect to Kentucky. If you couldn't beat them, and they're on a shorter list at 35-1, to you ain't beating Georgia and you ain't beating Bama. Uh, the demarcation line, my goodness. Bama, minus $1.10 to win the conference. Georgia, plus $1.05. Just off the big boys. And I know there might be a knee-jerk to what happened yeah. in Austin on, on Saturday last week with Alabama. To me, Georgia, plus money, still feels like a pretty good value. Yeah, the way they're playing right now, number one ranked team in the country, but second in terms of the odds to win their own league. And you're absolutely right. I think we see right now A&M, Tennessee, and Kentucky, and Arkansas all at 35-1. to 1. Mississippi State 60-1 to 1, along with Ole Miss. See, the problem is the way this thing is divided in the SEC, you can't even take one of these long shots unless your goal is just to completely hedge it off they get to the SEC title game. Because if you're in the East, you got to beat Georgia. If you're in the West, you got to beat Alabama. I'm just not sure which one of these teams is going to be able to necessarily do that unless the, the other teams I mentioned are decimated with injuries. Let's talk about that. Walk that through what you just said. The longer shots, because again, the two big favorites on the board are Bama minus dollar ten, Georgia plus dollar five. Then you get to thirty five to one. Look, A and M, they lost to App State. It doesn't hurt them in the conference, but you lost at home to App State, right? Tennessee, they were in a fight for your life battle against Pittsburgh, thirty five to one. Kentucky, maybe the most impressive win last week at the Swamp, thirty five to one, coming back from a halftime deficit. Arkansas. That's the, that's the, the program at 35-1. to 1. If you're looking at a hedge scenario, yeah. is that a school that could be playable? And then if at least they get to the SEC title game, then we can think about hedging off. In the West, without question. I, I would say that in, in the West, you look at right now, A&M, I would take them off my list. It's not because they lost App State. I just don't think they're, they're physical at the a point of attack on defense. Uh, this team's got a lot to be desired. Uh, in the East, I would say Kentucky. But Tennessee's offense... It's one that can really present some problems. They go with such tempo, they could potentially wear down a defense. Hendon Hooker's playing terrific football so far early on. Well, keep an eye on these teams. And I like K.J. Jefferson. Not necessarily the, the greatest passer, but his ability to run, Dave, and his physicality makes a difference. I mean, that con- it's, it's running the gauntlet to, to get there. And at the end of the day, if you don't hedge, you got to get through Bama and or Georgia. Good luck. That's all I'm going to say about that. When we come back, we'll put the finishing touches on this edition of Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because then I need it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off the football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for every line boost and special. Place them up for week two and beyond with Bet Rivers Parlay Insurance and Touchdown Insurance offers every single Sunday. All season long, build a parlay of at least four legs. If it loses, get your stake back as a free bet up to $25. Wager on any player to score the first touchdown on Sunday Night Football. Get your money back as a free bet if they score at any time. Head to BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app. It is a whole new ballgame. Wrapping things up here on this Tuesday edition of Big Bets with the Mall Shaw. I am Dave Ross. And before we look at some of the other games, I do want to give out our other pro tip that we gave for this hour. And I think it's very smart, and we mentioned it a lot in this program. And that pro tip is this. Week one next season, remember what happened this year. It's always smart to sprinkle a little bit on the money line on those underdogs. We saw a lot of big faves go down outright in week number one alone. And as you pointed out, all, week one of the NFL season is a really good time to dabble on dogs on money lines because you just don't know how these teams are going to form and what they're going to look like based off what we saw the year uh, previous. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think the one thing that you look at early on in the season, this is where your opportunities come, Dave, is to take advantage of these money lines because we don't completely know what a team's going to be. We make a lot of assumptions on teams, Mm -hmm. whether it's a Buffalo or whomever else it may be. But look at Dallas. Forget the DAC injury. This is a team that struggled offensively. Didn't expect to see that. You look at a team like the Rams. They look like they were completely just out of it in that matchup. The Bengals. I mean, would you expect Joe Burrow to throw uh, four picks oh. in a month, let alone in a week? I we, mean, we thought the offensive line was yeah, fixed. Exactly. It was terrible against the Steelers. And again, you're right. The Cowboys, the only team in the NFL in week number one to not score a touchdown. Go, go figure. So they didn't get it done, only a field goal on that. And again, that was our pro tip for the hour. We're going to do those across the Eastern spectrum every single hour of every single show. That means at least 20 a day. They're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show or by sport. Let's get back to some of the betting lines here. 
that we see in the NFL. We've been, we do this exercise earlier in the week because these numbers are going to change. We just mentioned the pro tip that in week one, you don't know what you're going to get. The Giants would have been a great example of that pro tip we just gave out. If you sprinkle a little bit on the money line, boy, you, you held your breath down 13 nothing at the half, and Brian Dable comes back big second half, and they go for two, and they get the outright win at Tennessee in week one. Now they go back home. And this is a very interesting spot for Brian Dable to make his home debut as the new head coach. Against the Panthers and Matt Rule, couldn't hold on to one against Cleveland. They lose by two at home. It's that number of two and a half, and I think hold or fire. I have an idea of what you would do if you're on the Giants at two and a half. I'm assuming you would fire because you don't want that number to get to three. That is correct, but not only that, I, I like the Giants here in this spot, not because they won the game last week, but I think Carolina hit a couple of big plays against the Browns. And uh, if Daniel Jones could just complete a couple opportunities, it wasn't completely on Jacoby Brissett, but he did, did miss some throws along the way. I feel like the Giants have a good opportunity here to build on something. I just don't understand why this number's not a three. Mm. Uh, what respect should the Carolina Panthers be given? Is it just more of an indictment of the Giants? It remains to be seen. Both teams were competitive. I know the result went against the Panthers and the Giants went in their favor. Think about this. 58-yard field goal is good uh, for the Browns, and then the kick from the mid-40s for Tennessee is no good. So both these teams could be looking at opposite uh, records if one kick had just gone one way as opposed to the other. You know, the other interesting thing about Dable that I'd observed in week one in that win at Tennessee, if you remember, they were down seven late, okay? Yes. And they're down there about seven minutes ago in the game, and Danny Dimes throws a terrible end zone pick. Dable didn't go over there and go, you know what, hey, fuck up, he got in his you-know-what, right? He got in him. And I don't know if it made him play better in the final game-winning drive, and then they go to – they get it to Saquon Barkley. But this coach is not coaching with kid gloves. He's like, I know what everybody – the prognosticators say we're going to be the worst team in the NFC East. I don't care what you guys think. And Danny Dimes, you got to be better. So you would fire right now in the Giants at 2.5. By the way, are they live players now in the NFC East? Because it looks like Dallas – there's no way I'd back them now with Dak going to be out at least six to eight from all reports. Philadelphia, they, they squeak by week one against Detroit, but the defense looks like it could be an issue. We'll find out about Jalen Hurts. And the commanders, they kind of get by right now. Look at the Giants. They're the second, the third betting favorite here, plus 475. Cowboys now the long shot of plus 550. What a difference a week makes in the NFC East. There's no question about it. And when you look at these two teams now, and I say two teams meaning the Eagles and the Giants, I think you have to give them strong consideration. Obviously, Philadelphia already now at a minus 150 favorite. Dallas, because of the DAC injury, I just don't think they're going to be able to overcome it unless their running game really just revitalizes itself and they go ground and pound and they can beat some of the other opponents. And the defense is going to have to carry a lot of the mail there. I think why the Giants are alive is because so many times, Dave, we were kind of talking about the Rams um, when they went to the Super Bowl under Dick Vermeil and Kurt Warner. Sometimes you get some early wins. It builds a level of confidence that allows the team to go in the right direction and then really kind of build upon that. And could the Giants potentially do that? Look, if they win this game, I don't know who they have the following week after that, but a 2-0 oh. two, two start is a good way to go, obviously. And then you look at down the line, you say, okay, and we got to win here now. Dallas is well, much more manageable. The, Cow right, the Cowboys are a perfect but, spot to get them. Yeah, exactly. Right. So if they, if you got the Panthers at home, you got the Cowboys at home, and you got the Bears at home, is it? Wouldn't you make the Giants right now a strong consideration to start four and zero? Oh my goodness, I can't believe we're saying this. But the way it plays out now, you're dead. On, you're going to three home games in a row against Baker Mayfield, Cooper Rush. 
And Justin Fields, I mean, they're going to be, they are favored against the Panthers. Correct. They're probably going to be favored against the Cowboys. Yes. And they will be favored against the Bears. Oh, my goodness. In one week, this thing's been just the, the what do they say, the cart before the horse? All <laughs> I mean, this thing's just getting up, it's just getting overturned. There's no question about it. And I think you're going to see that. And I think New York has got an opportunity. And now, all of a sudden, if you start off 4 0, oh, my. The same players who are 0 4, it's a different approach. They become a better team, even though they're, if they were 0-4, you'd look at them differently. I, I think that confidence starts to build, and now you look at them and say, hey, these guys can compete. And the one thing I still want to take caution with the Eagles is Jalen Hurts was tremendous running the football. He was effective throwing the ball. A.J. Brown had a great game. But that was Detroit. Defensively, Detroit was an absolute sieve last year. Nothing has changed. No. And so for me, how about Philly giving up 35 points? Wow. That's, and that's the thing. And again, before the season, I believe their win total, the Giants, mm-hmm. was around seven. And I was like, boy, at that number of seven, I got to get eight wins in order to cash that. I didn't like it. Guess what it is now? The adjusted. It's seven and a half on their betting profile. Yeah. You just mentioned they, they could very well go 4 0. I got to think at minus dollar 10, that's in play now. Yes, you're not getting the best of the number seven, right? Because seven would have got you pushed. Now it's going to get you a loss. Right. But when you look at it and examine the way the NFC East looks, uh, they split with the Commanders. They could possibly split with the Eagles. They could beat Dallas twice. All of a sudden, that's four more wins right there in the division, and that's being conservative. Yeah, absolutely. I think from that standpoint, um, you have to look at this team and say, hey. And by the way, Dave, you didn't go into it afterwards. They, they're they at Green Bay the following week, and then they have the Ravens at home. But the, the schedule after that is Jacksonville, Houston, uh, Dallas again. So there are some very, very manageable games there. Uh, Jags, Seahawks, Texans, Lions, and Cowboys. In none of those five games after the Ravens game do you sit there and go, boy, Giants got no shot in this game. I mean, I mean they could easily be 6-2 and two at the bye. This is insanity. What that, we're talking and then, about. And then you're out of the bye. And like Houston at home. Texans and Lions. At home. i got to be honest at with home. you guys. And we don't know how injury is going to play out, right? Of course, right. But, if we're talking Kelly's talking six and two at that price tag right now, plus four, seven, five, and win the division. I don't know what the Eagles going to become. Maybe the Eagles will be a juggernaut. I, I'm not sure, but there's no way I'm weighing almost two dollars in the Eagles right now. When you give me the opportunity, you look at the schedule, how it could play out for the G men and Brian Dable. All of a sudden, plus four seventy-five. I like that better than the Commanders at plus four fifty. Yeah, Kelly, if you could throw up the Eagles' schedule real quick here, because the one thing to me is, if you look at Philadelphia, they got a tough game Monday night. I don't know if they're going to win that game or not. I think the Minnesota offense is going to create some real problems for this Philly defense. Yes, um, they've got. They're at the Commanders. That I give a slight edge there. They got the Jaguars at the Cardinals. Now, look, I know Arizona's off to a slow start, but that's not going to be easy. Still going in the desert. Let's say they beat the Cowboys at home. Pittsburgh won't be easy at tech at the Texans. So, and then you've got at the Packers and Colts uh, in week 11 and 12. But my point being is this, if you take the giants right now at four seventy-five, they get off to that four and O start. And then Philly drops the game against the Vikings and say, unexplicably, they lose at Washington. Now, all of a sudden you can come back with the giants at a number where you could say, okay, I'll take Philly. And I might take Washington at plus price. Exactly. Locking in profit. Listen, you never go broke taking a profit. You got to play that win total, though. But you have to, if you want, if you want to play a plus four four seventy five or whatever right now, yeah. But you got to if you're going to play that, you have to play the over on the win total. I'm with the, I, but I, I the problem. I'm agreeing. But no, but yes. the problem is you got to sit there and then you got to watch at least eight Giants games. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to say something I know I'm going to regret. I actually like Danny Dimes. It's a, it's oh, a, my God. Why did you say that? Now, a, I don't have enough time, to prove a year for Danny Dimes. 30 seconds left of the show. He knows what he's I doing. Said, all. <laughs> I snuck it in there right before the buzzer. Uh, hey, want to thank uh, Josh Towers for joining us here in studio, and certainly Tyler Fulgen, my buddy over there at ESPN uh, on Daily, Daily Wager. I know Stormy and Matt are coming up next in the final countdown. Stormy is smiling right now, but when she recounts what happened in Survivor, Let's just say it's going to be entertaining. You need to stick right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.